It's weird to start it after a countdown. <laughs> I always think of Wayne's World. You know, Wayne's just like World. when they're all learning how to do the... The clapboard? No, like when they're learning how to do the countdown and then they're like five, four... Those hand signals are going to translate really well. It, it doesn't translate well, but if you've seen Wayne's World, you understand Nobody's what I'm Wayne's talking World. about. It's very unpopular. Uh, okay, that's an upsetting concept, but I think you might be... Lex, what have you been up to this week? Okay, nothing, because work has been so bananas, but... Great, tell us about that. No, it's it's been a... No one cares about that. But what I will tell you is whilst doing laundry, my Saturday morning laundry, because I'm a creature of habit now, Mm -hmm. I realized that you can easily rewrite the lyrics to Let's Talk About Sex with Mm -hmm. um, things from chess. Like, let's talk about chess, baby. Like, really, really, it goes over quite well. Let's talk about the horsey. Right? There's so many things you can do. Let's talk about all the L moves and the diagonals that could be. Let's talk about chess. It's amazing. Like, the entire time, I was just like, this is, we we need to tell the world. Jess, do we or do we not have that literal song in the Mario episode for some reason? (laughs) You know what? Yeah, probably. I I, I think we do. I'll just pull it. I'll just pull what I took for Mario. I think that's why. <laughs> I was just like, mind? God, it's such a catchy song. Is that not on everyone's mind all the time? Because I heard that it when I was like be. eight years old and I've never stopped hearing it in my head since then. Yeah, perpetual earworm. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to talk about sex because I was a repressed <laughs> little Christian boy. Well, I don't think, I think our families were parallel for different reasons. Like yeah. ours was just like, because my parents were just uptight Scottish people. <laughs> but one time they bought me like a, a, a disc, like a little uh, tape, tape, Oh my God, I forgot a words. Cassette? Uh, they bought me a cassette <laughs> and it was a mix from Much Music and they had Humping Around by Bobby Brown on it. And oh I told my, my mom the name of the song and I still remember her gasp. <laughs> <laughs> like she couldn't believe that there was a song out there that had that title. She was like, what is the world come Oh my to? gosh. I was super into wrestling uh, when I was like 12 to 14. Yeah, who and wasn't? Do you remember Degeneration X and how they used to do that like cross thing on their, on their tongue <laughs> yes. and yell, suck it? So imagine. <laughs> Like a uh, junior high full of boys running around yelling oh, that God. at everyone as if we aren't <laughs> shitty enough already. <laughs> my, my mom saw me do it once and I got grounded for so long. <laughs> do you know what suck it means, Ben? Do you know? Do you know what suck it? Do you know what you're asking people to suck? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that is a great tactic for dealing with kids that are doing inappropriate, like racial jokes or sex jokes. I'm just like, explain it to me. Why is it so funny? <laughs> And the louder you get, the more uncomfortable they are because a crowd starts to form. Like, no, I don't understand the joke. Please explain to me. I like to laugh. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me seeing you yeah. do that. Yeah, I right actually now. feel super uncomfortable I'm right really now. really nervous. <laughs> uh, with that kind I of mean, energy, we might as well start the episode. Here's <laughs> <laughs> our theme song. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, this is Dork Matters, a dorky podcast for dorks. With me, as always, is Lexi Hunt, your Ed Dorkator, and I'm Ben Rankle, your dad dork. And with us, as per unusual, well, uh, kind somewhat of. Unusual? I mean, 
Jess is Jess always is with like us. Half of half half unusual, half usual. Yeah. You silent partner, ooh, somebody you ooh, don't hear. Silent, but we do hear her sometimes. I mean. So with us is Jess Schmidt. Uh, a pretty good podcast producer and a terrible chess player. <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> partner Ryan, whose last name I don't know, sorry. Oh, shit. It's Webb. It's Webb, Webb. yeah. Ryan yeah. Webb. Or you could be a mononym like Cher. But just Ryan. Uh, an <laughs> avid chess enthusiast who's just an okay chess player. That's great. Our skill here is collectively not great. <laughs> I mean. Um, but that's not yeah. going to stop us anyhow. We're going we're gonna to talk about chess because... Jess and Ryan uh, have a chess podcast called Rook Podcast uh, that is uh, a delight, specifically chess scandals, if I'm if I'm remembering yes, correctly. Yes, that is correct. Specifically, one big chess scandal is mostly what we're focusing on. Um, but there's just been a lot of scandals since that scandal that originally inspired us. So now we have grown to cover multiple chess scandals. <laughs> All right. I got two big questions. The first one's going to be, could you give us a little bit about that scandal, that initial scandal, this big one that you're talking about? I know it has something to do with anal beads it sure and does. some sort of like remote. Yes. I thought you were joking when you first said that. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I read about it and I was like, oh, my God. I know. I wish it was a joke. <laughs> Reading about this sent me on a Weird rabbit uh, hole. An interesting spiral of other other yeah. interesting chess stuff that we can deal with. But let's let's get a little quick synopsis of like the, the podcast from you guys and, and the scandal, if you don't mind. Ryan, do you want to do that? Uh, sure. So the scandal is Magnus Carlsen. He's the world number one in classical chess he's been world number one for over a dozen years with a name like Magnus yeah, and I, I feel like he, he has yeah. to be good yeah. at something like racing cars or like wrestling sharks or something <laughs> he's good at everything. he's also good at those things <laughs> he also is like an amazing poker player he like fucking figured out the system for um like football like not american football like european football fantasy wow. team yeah picks. he's like one of the number one fantasy football players <laughs> in the world too which is could be a world number one at yeah, but like it's magnus carlson you be magnus so carlson if they were i don't to know make young sheldon but young yes magnus, it would be magnus carlson then then yeah old lexi wouldn't be so silly now would she hmm? here's the thing though he is actually like very and we can get more into this, but he's like a very like pretty like tapped in person. Like he's one of the few chess players that clearly has had media coaching and he like has a pretty good head on his shoulders and he doesn't have the savant esque like personality that a lot of chess players have where they're like I'm good at chess fuck everything else all I'm going to do is human beings yeah like he gives good interviews and you can tell that he's and like everybody who meets him says he's like a really cool good person okay how much do we know about Magnus Carlsen how much money does he come from um I don't know if he comes from a lot of money I know his dad was also like a, a chess player I don't think he was a grandmaster or anything but I don't know if he comes from a lot of money, to be honest. You get the impression that if somebody plays chess and has had media training, that yes. they probably came from like an elite family in Europe or something. No. That's what I was thinking that like no. chess and like boat racing or like and Formula One <laughs> racing or like the sports of the elite. Yeah. yeah, they feel like that, don't they? No, he's like a cool guy, but talk about the other guy in the scandal because he's like more of what you think about when you think about like chess players yeah so the other the other guy on the opposite side is hans neiman he's uh he's an american grandmaster now i think he's 20 he's 19 when he was um when he became a grandmaster and he 
I don't even know what to say about him. He's he just... wasn't 19 when he became a grandmaster. <laughs> he was a grandmaster before that. He was 19 at the time of the scandal. I'm assuming because his oh. name is Hans that he is the cheater. He is the cheater, yeah. He's the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get a name like Hans without being a villain. <laughs> Sorry, Hans is out there. He was faded. Uh, yeah. Han is fine. You're a revolutionary. Plural. Hans. And, and you're a yeah. villain. Yeah, it's the S. You're going to take over a <laughs> skyscraper and fight Bruce Willis. Can, can I ask, how does one become a grandmaster? Because to me, like, that sounds like a very, like, intense a term. Thing. <laughs> yes, like the Grand yeah. Dragon or something. Oh, wow. Um, Good question. I don't, <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I honestly, chess people. I honestly don't know, like, the exact, like, formula, but there's a bunch of different titles, and it starts with, like, you're, you're a candidate master, and then you're, like, a fide master, and then you reach grand ma- international master and then grandmaster. Oh, wow. So there's a, a bunch of different titles. And I think they all involve like you have to win a certain percentage of your games in a certain format, like over the board t- tournaments. And the, so there must be a governing league or something or, or organization that uh, doles out these titles. Mm. Yeah, it's it's known as FIDE. Okay. I'm not sh- I, 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 I I don't know what the acronym stands for. It's something French. I don't know. Federation right. Internationale. De chess. Yeah, it must be De that. De chess. No, it's Eche because that's chess in French. But it's because it started in Paris. Uh, I'm familiar. Oh. But it's basically like a point system oh. that you have to like rise through the ranks and that's how you get to okay. grandmaster status. Um, yeah, and they call them norms. You have to like win a bunch of norms at certain okay. Yeah, it's like against and- various players that hold titles, essentially. Norms. Okay. I'm a mm-hmm. norm. So if they play me, could you get a title? Oh, okay. oh, ooh, that is a very chess thing to do. I love that you have to defeat someone that already has a title. That's cool. But it's interesting, too, because there's, like, another scandal that I don't even know if we're going to get to in the show because we just, like, keep uncovering, like, dark, seedy, underbelly chess shit the more we get into this. But one of the things that somebody brought up is the fact that you can, like, sell norms. So if you're, like, a certain ranked chess player, you can offer to throw matches against people for money so that they can earn the norm so that they can rise through the ranks. So you, as somebody who already has that status, can get paid to throw the game to to basically like give them a better status and be able to get to grandmaster faster. Why is all sporting so corrupt, including chess? Apparently, yes. <laughs> this is the thing, and like yeah, yes. including chess. And I like I previously had this conception of chess that it's like a very pure logic sport, and that everybody who played it must be like totally brilliant, and that it must be like a very upstanding, honorable sport. Yeah. And it's yeah. not. Why would anybody who likes math be dishonorable? <laughs> How can you possibly have time to be a sleazeball yeah. when you're busy calculating if you, shit. If you know fractions yeah, exactly. And shit. But it turns out those aren't mutually exclusive. Well, I mean, I won't lie. I watched What's that TV show with the girl with the really The Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. We named this the episode chess after. TV show that I couldn't get through because The Queen's Gambit. Yes, <laughs> it was thank you. Or oh, the God. French Dork Fence. Oh, wow. so, I like that one. <laughs> and that's that's my terminology for for uh Chess out the. Out That's the actually a good one because out. the subtitle of our show is the Cheaters Gambit. Rooked the Cheaters Gambit. So but, this can oh, be nice. the, the Dork's Gambit. Yeah, it's the family. Keep it in the family. Oh, there you go. But like that whole TV show made me just be like, oh, so this is everything is corrupt because or or there's drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol and everything. And I like full disclosure, I couldn't get through that TV show because I have a really hard time watching people self destruct. And I don't understand why people are like, ooh, let's yeah. make a TV show out of it. 
and it's salacious for it's other just, people. I thought it was so sad. But the whole yeah trauma porn. Yeah, but like the chess part of it was really interesting. Like watching her go in and be a woman in chess. But anyway, so so uh, uh, back to the anal beads. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do those ones come in with old Magnus and hands? Oh, yeah, let, let's get the quick yeah. Cole's notes on the uh, on the on the scandal with Cole's uh, <laughs> hands and hands and, and Gruber. No, right, that's not right. Magnus and hands. There we go. Yes. Um, okay, so they they have played each other before online, and Hans has beaten Magnus a couple times, um, but over the board is a different thing, governed by different bodies. Um, so they sit down, they play a game in the Sinkfield Cup. And Hans has the the black pieces and Magnus has the white pieces. When you have the white pieces, you are automatically given sort of like a mini advantage because you can control the play. You start off with the first move. Yeah. And Magnus has only lost to like 20 people in his lifetime in classical chess when he's white. So you're saying there's an advantage to being white? <laughs> it's a slight. It's a slight advantage, but yes, we already knew that. Do we want to get into uh, that? <laughs> Tell me things we already know. Yeah. So chess itself has also been racialized. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, 100%. That this is just the tip of the iceberg, Ben. This is the tip of the Icebergs iceberg in the racialization. White. True. Ooh, oh my God. This is this like is that the movie color with Jim Carrey 13 where we just start making connections. <laughs> Except that it's true and it's horrible. I'll show you guys our cork board with all of the red string. <laughs> yeah. oh, I hope that's trying true. to follow <laughs> the scandals. <laughs> so at what point did they decide, like one of them decide that the other person wasn't playing fairly? How does that how yeah, does that how come do you to know? Light? So so Magnus lost. So Hans beat Magnus in this game. And then this is what we think happened. So Hans beats Magnus. It's like a pretty big upset. Like it's so, sort of like to be the 20th player ever to beat Magnus like this, especially because Hans is like really an up and comer. He has way less experience. He has a much lower rating than Magnus. Sorry, that's my kids falling all over the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. As kids are wont to do. Um, and... They kind of finish out the day. Everybody is sort of like, whoa, that was surprising, but not that weird. The next day, they go into their next game, and Magnus doesn't show up for the game. And then he tweets that he's withdrawing from the tournament. And this is, like, totally unprecedented. Like, you only withdraw from a tournament of this standing if you have, like, been called to your grandmother's bedside because she wants to say goodbye to you before she dies. Like, that's the situation you withdraw from a tournament. And everybody's reaction to this was, like, everybody was reeling from him withdrawing because it's just so... unlikely to happen and so everybody was like what the fuck and also in this tweet he attached or whatever you do on twitter i don't know if it's called attached but like <laughs> ryan's the social media that. guy in the social media guru ryan webb i don't know how to use instagram <laughs> uh, I think there's an attachment. <laughs> that's my official title yeah. um <laughs> anyway there's included a video of like a 30 second snippet of jose Mourinho, who is some football coach he is saying something like if i i can't say what i want to say if i speak now i'll be in trouble or something like that so he kind of is like hinting Mm -hmm. towards cheating but not saying it outright because obviously there's like legal implications with that if you accuse somebody of cheating so yeah so magnus withdraws from the rest of the tournament everybody kind of is like oh it must be because hans cheated 
Um, a bunch of other stuff comes to light, like he gets his Chess.com account suspended and Chess.com like puts out a statement. Hans also addresses the statement saying like, oh, I used to cheat when I was like a teenager. I don't cheat anymore. Like online. this is fucked up online, which is a different body. So anyway, it's just like this whole big thing where everybody knows that Magnus is accusing Hans of cheating in this really public way, but not, but not through the proper channels. Ooh. Yeah, because normally you'd go to like the tournament director and the tournament would deal with an allegation of cheating over the board, but clearly there's no proof because that isn't what happened. So he kind of goes this more public route, which is just like really strange. It's just like a really unprecedented thing and nobody except for the world number one could probably pull it off and still have a career. So it's like mm -hmm. Magnus is sort of abusing his power here, but it must be for a good reason is what everybody thinks. So anyway, that whole situation is like really fucked up and weird. There's not really any resolution to it. But then a whole bunch of other stuff starts to come out. Chess.com puts out this report that's all about, like Han says, oh, I only ever cheated these three times online. Huh. Chess.com makes like a 70-page report that's like Han's cheated way more than three times online and just like totally. Like 40 of the pages are just like graphics pictures, or pictures yeah. <laughs> that no one can really understand. Yeah, even. like it's just all like very disjointed and weird. And a bunch of other shit also kind of spirals out of this situation. But the anal beads is that's because we're here for. everybody, that's what we're here for. The anal beads are the important part. <laughs> and the reason that becomes part of the story is a bunch of people, everybody's split. Everybody's like, maybe Hans cheated. Maybe he didn't. There's no real proof. How would you prove it if he did cheat? How could he possibly have cheated? And then one of the sort of like salacious rumors that everybody is laughing about and nobody <laughs> thinks is real is, oh, if Hans cheated, it must have been using vibrating anal beads. And this is like a kind of private joke that's like going around the chess community that everybody's like, ha, 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 wouldn't that be so funny? Elon Musk, prior to becoming the grand poobah of Twitter. So this is like pre him buying Twitter. Oh, no. I can't believe Elon Musk is, is tied up in this as well. He tweets this quote um, that is like, I got to find the quote. Just a sec. I have it pulled up here. You get to put in the Googling sound for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I get to use my own Googling noise. Nice. You Google. Just control F and type in Elon. Nice. Oh, yeah, you're Google right. coaching. Okay. <laughs> Don't know how to use Twitter, but I can, okay. he tweets, I can Google. Elon Musk tweets, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see. In parentheses, because it's in your butt. <laughs> So this is a quote from Schopenhauer, obviously without the cause it's in your butt, but he tweets this and news media sees Elon Musk tweet this and then are like, what the fuck is this about? Everybody looks it up. It's about the anal beads. Let's dig into this. Somebody notable that we give yeah. a shit about has finally acknowledged this situation. So let's find out why he's talking about butt. Literally. And because it was Elon Musk, they're all like, this has to be real. Yeah. Because obviously oh. everything Elon Musk tweets is true. And, yeah, and, that's I live by those words. Yeah, of course. We all must because he rules the internet. <laughs> so we, we all, all must fall in line. We all must. Um, yeah, so anyway, yeah. like the news media fucking pops off with this story. Everybody's talking about it. Like this is the number one headline is like there's a huge cheating scandal and it 
involves bi- vibrating anal beads. Um, people are making YouTube videos about it. Like, how would you actually make the device? Blah, 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 blah. It just like wait picks up so much steam. The device is like the simplest part. Like, has nobody ever used a sex toy before? They have remote ones. <laughs> well. Yeah, there's tons of those. But like, it has to be like remote control. Like someone has to be like watching. But then like, you'd yeah, have yeah, to have yeah. a person who's like, a chess genius no. watching at well, the same you time. You don't. Also, you what? just need a computer. Oh, and the computer no, okay. can run the control. You just need a computer. Oh. You do need someone on, on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. But you need a computer in the... Yeah, so you just plunk in those moves that they're making as long as you have access to seeing what moves are being played. Yeah. Like, so he would have to learn, like, a very intricate (laughs) form of Moore's butt code where it would, like, vibrate. And he'd be like, ah, the computer is telling me to do this. Like, how would he know? You don't even have to do that. What? Because, like, no one's one's debating that Hans is, like, a... Not a good player. Yeah, he's a grandmaster. He's over over Mm. 10,000. He's over (laughs) 10,000. So that's all that matters. (laughs) So all all you need at that level of chess, if you're that good at chess, you just need to know when there's a good move on the board. You don't need to know the move. You just need to know that here's my opportunity. You just need to know to look for it. You just need to know that there's a move on the board that can give me at least a slight advantage in this position. You don't need to know what the move is. Yeah. So something like Stockfish could be connected to a Bluetooth remote for, like, your butt. Yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because they oh, don't okay. check your butt at chess tournaments. They they do the pat down to make sure you don't have weapons yeah. or, or anything on you written on your arms. And it's just like they a warning. They don't check your butt, and that's going to have mm-hmm. to change. Well, <laughs> they got to start wand. checking the butt. No, I have no idea. They do wands. Wow, I was joking. What? No, it's serious. Like, it's for real. There's actually a hilarious meme of the next day (laughs) because they, like, really instituted, like, a lot of measures after this whole cheating thing came out, or at least the accusation. And there's this meme of Hans actually getting wanded on his butt. (laughs) Like, a lot of emphasis focused. I feel like I've had a few uh, TSA encounters not dissimilar from that. I was like, are you hitting on me? Yes, me too. (laughs) I found out that my name is flagged actually the last time I flew internationally. Yeah, not because of me. It's just because my, like, Jessica Schmidt is like a very common name. So one of the other Jessica Schmidts in the world fucked it up for the rest of us. And now I had to get Uh. like a number assigned to me so that people know I'm one of the good Jessica Schmidts and you don't need to pat me down every time I go through international security. You just have like a little car, be like, no, this has happened before. Yeah. Uh, last time I went through the airport, I accidentally took a folding knife with me, and that oh. created an issue. <laughs> yeah, I can awesome. add Less of an issue than I would have expected. They're just like, you can take it with you or you can throw it out, but also we're going to do every single extra security thing we can to you now. Wow. They, they were going to let you take it with you? If I check it. Oh. You have to check it. So yeah. apparently you can actually take a blade on the plane as long as it's under, I think, three inches or something like that. And mine yeah. was just over three inches. So they actually like pulled out a little measuring tape and checked it. And they're like, okay, your options are to go back that way and uh, check it in your bag or throw it out. And I was like, I feel like my penance here as I'm traveling with my wife and two kids is to th- lose this knife <laughs> for being so stupid. Wow. I can't believe you were like, this is for family defense. 
it, it's not. I cut like boxes with it when I do recycling. Oh, wow. It just looks, it oh, makes me feel cool knife. to have it. Uh, it's a dad knife. Yeah. It's, uh, wait, this isn't good podcasting, but here, I actually immediately went online and bought another oh version of it. It's a Spyderco folding knife. Nice. It's hot pink. Blade. Do you wear it on your belt? I wear it next in to your my, dad's like cell phone You know that stupid thing? little pocket that every pair of jeans has that's like the inset pocket? Oh, yeah. yeah. I keep it there. Nice. Uh, it just makes me feel cool. Well, it makes me feel that's cool. Good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Same reason I get tattoos. <laughs> nice. There you go. Up, up in the cool factor. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's take a very short break uh, and do our, our uh, who's that Pokemon. Nice. Um, and then we can get back to some of the scandals here and, uh, I guess quickly before we go, is there a resolution? Was there any investigation into the scandal? Do they decide that somebody cheated or not? Or is it just sort yeah. of a big blow up with no resolution? Well, chess.com did the Hans report, the 70 page report. Right. And then God, did they call it the they Hans called report? it the Hans name and report? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened? That's there, very funny to me. There's a how, how many money is it? How many money is my new favorite quote? <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> how many million dollars? 70? One million. One. No, but it's no, it's more than that. It's more million. than that. I mean, it's it a doesn't. 70 million. I, I don't think that's right, but it doesn't really matter because it's just, you just name something ostentatious to try and get it before the court. And then if it actually gets heard, then dollars. they'll decide it. But basically Hans <laughs> is launching a lawsuit. He launched a lawsuit later last year. Oh, for defamation? Um, it's for lots of things. Defamation is one of them. The other one is collusion, which is, seems like it's going to be really hard to prove. Um, yeah. Also, just like we're going to we have a whole episode where we interviewed a lawyer to talk about it. Basically, the lawsuit, like it seems like Hans wrote most of it himself, which is like, oh, no, that's a bad idea for a legal defense. Yeah. And he awesome. also like shoots himself in the foot for a lot of things because he like simultaneously like for defamation if it's defamation of like one person it's easier to prove but if you're a public figure defamation's really hard to prove because it's sort of like the burden is on you because you've made yourself a public figure and that's part of the deal mm. is that people will talk shit about you if you're public and he is like in the lawsuit is like I'm a very famous chess player and it's like great so now yeah. you can't sue for defamation because you just told everybody you think you're a famous chess player I'm a notable public I'm hey, a notable if it public helps you, figure Hans, I don't know who you are there you go well now you yeah. There's like an amendment afterwards oh of the of the lawsuit where Hans accuses Magnus of paying another grandmaster a hundred dollars to go around like the streets during this chess tournament to and yelling Hans the cheater or something like that. So it's just like so absurd. <laughs> I like, what, what does this grandmaster need a hundred dollars for? Like, what? Oh my god! It's just such a ridiculous thing. I think this is very important. But how old are these? Are, are is, how Hans old is, Hans? is twenty now? Magnus is yeah, like thirty-one, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the Magnus thing, he's a little, okay. you know, the Hans thing is very much in focus mm -hmm. all yeah. of a sudden. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like a 20-year-old being like, <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that rings true. Or like, I cheated when yeah, I was I'm young. sorry. Yeah. But not anymore. Yeah. That's honestly, like, that's what my week has been like. Yeah. No. -uh. Yeah. That's a high school thing to do. But you know what? Most grandmasters are made between the ages of 13 and 16. Like, that's when most grandmaster titles are really? given out oh. is when people are that age. So it's oh. one of these sports <sighs> that... It's it's really the same as a lot of professional sports where it's kids you playing these sports. Yeah. yeah. But then they get these like diluted self, like they, they feel that they're so smart because, you know, a 13 year old becoming world famous and winning millions of dollars 
Like that's not going to end well. Yeah. They're going to write their own like legal documents and it's going to wind up being no. crazy. <laughs> you don't use a C word. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know, but it, it's wild. Like it's well, a really wild story. And just to like put it in perspective too, in that chess.com report, they found that 12 or something, I think it was 12 of the top 100 chess players in the world were also caught cheating on their mm-hmm. website. So and it's just like a very... There's been a ton of over-the-board, like very high-ranked players, like international masters from various countries have been also found of having cheated over the board and have like lost their titles in the wake of this scandal. So it's really been one of those, like it's shone a light on just how much cheating happens in elite chess and... just like really broken down a lot of the concepts of the game of we don't need to have security because everybody is trustworthy. Like, no, nobody is trustworthy in this game. A lot of people are... It's a real Lance Armstrong (laughs) moment. Honestly, it is. And people have compared it to that. So, uh, yeah, everybody listen to the podcast because there's like so much more we could say. There's so many like really weird and like juicy tidbits. It's very nuanced. There's weird stuff about like the difference between online chess and over the board chess and like how the advent of the internet and streaming has really changed the game. There's some other controversies that are about how like inherent sexist the game is and we're going to talk about that um we're going to talk about like sportsmanship and the psychology of chess like there's a lot of different angles to this that we're going to get to i love it i'm sold i'm done with this podcast (laughs) i'm joining yours you guys can come we'll co-host rooked with us instead (laughs) we'll just do that we'll just ask really dumb questions (laughs) in between your insightful comments that's my Um, job that's my job on the podcast you you can 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 (laughs) you guys can fight for the role Oh, my God. Like, you're giving up my spot? Was Jess's higher nepotism? (laughs) It was. (laughs) It was clear that it was nepotism. (laughs) This is fascinating. Um, The caveat is that if if you get the position, we have to be partners. Like romantic life partners. (laughs) Like, you guys will have to leave your partners and families to be with Ryan. Always open for a new experience. Speaking of sex devices. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I can think of no better segue to who's that Pokemon. I've got a great one for you all today. So feel free to uh, yell uh, and jump in if you get the answer. Anal beats. Not. But thank you for yelling that. Uh, If we could isolate Lexi yelling anal beads and just get that as some sort of repeated ASMR, that would be fantastic. Make it a TikTok that's just Lexi's face and we're just going to have anal beads on a loop. Or it can be a Patreon exclusive backer bonus. Have Lexi yell anal beads. Make it a ringtone if any of us still have uh, ringtones. I'll do audible that as a on cameo. Our, I still, I still do. I have, Ooh, wow. uh, I have the uh, what is it? The chocobo theme, I think, for Fiona when she calls me. Aww. Everyone else is just a normal. I haven't heard my phone ring in ten years, so yeah, yeah it's all I'm vibrating like, why, now. Why are you calling me? It's all okay, vibrating. Okay, here now. comes the silhouette <laughs> for who's that Pokemon. Everyone, pay very close okay. attention. Okay, ready. Uh, let me get my finger in view here. You have to describe it also. <laughs> it is a short line at the top, okay. a longer line to the side, an, uh, another short line at the bottom that's equal to the top, and then another so rectangle. long line equal to the right line on the <laughs> left. It's a rectangle. Okay, so it's not a chessboard because a chessboard is square. Mm. This is the... This is the that's the entire silhouette. That's, that's all you're going to give us. Is it that's, the uh, you you know the there's castle? a bit of a red circle on it's not the castle good guess. There's a bit of an inset circle towards the upper left corner uh and I'll give you more if you need it. The horse. Should we just name pieces? No, the horse is usually it, looks like a horse. Is it the, the bishop? The horse goes L. The horse goes L. 
It's not a bishop. It is. Uh, it is not a. It is chess related, though. It is chess related, but not a chess piece. Is it the? It clock? is not a chess piece. I'll give you that. It's the chess oh, clock. Oh no! But that would have been good. Uh, that's also a rectangle. Nice. What else is chessy? That's uh, rectangle. Chessy. Chessy. It's not butt beads. It's not the clock. <laughs> Square. No, I don't think Square you should put a rectangle in there like that. I don't think that's going to feel good. <laughs> Hey, don't Sleep yuck people's yums. Again, if that's what your thing is, go for it. I just, uh, the, the sharp edges don't sound like safe play. <laughs> no kink shaming. No, no, never. Never on this show. Never, ever. Um, I'm really drawing a blank okay, here. Okay, so that upper left circle is also has a bit of a red glow to it. And I'll give you some contour lines from the inside. In the middle of the rectangle, there are two more lines that kind of go directly down the middle. I have no idea what this is. Is it a camera? Is it one of the wands? <laughs> it's not a camera. Uh, I will pull up a picture here and show it to you if, okay. you're, if you're ready to throw yeah, in the towel. I, I on can't this believe. One. I want to know. It's so infrequently that I get to do Who's That Pokemon like live <laughs> while it's happening, and I'm so mad that I'm not getting it. Uh, all right. This is about as close as we can get to the picture that I'm looking for. But here you go. This is your answer. What? I have no idea what, what is that is. That? It's deep blue. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's deep blue. You know blue. what? I almost said, is it a chess computer? And I feel like that would have, you would have had to say, yeah, yeah. like that's yeah. what deep blue is. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Because, okay. <laughs> it's deep blue. deep blue, which brings us to where I went on my rabbit hole learning about chess here was the Kasparov versus yeah. Deep Blue, which I really wanted to chat with you two about. Have you been reading much about that? Will you approach that on your podcast yeah, at some point? We are going to talk about it because uh, basically most of the cheating that is happening in modern chess now is basically any instance of cheating is just when two mm -hmm. humans sit down to play a game online or over the board and one of the humans is unbeknownst to the other one getting advice or help from a chess engine. Sure. And I've read that Stockfish is like the big one at hmm. the moment. Yeah, yeah Stockfish it's is the main stockfish. one. But the problem with that is that if a human plays a perfect game against a chess engine, mm -hmm. the only result, if it's a perfect game, the human does everything right, it will always be a draw. That's the best we can hope for at this point. That's the best Kasparov we can hope for. He will never win. Deep Blue the first go. Yeah. And the second time when he lost, it was something like win, loss, draw, draw, loss. Um, but he did quietly accuse Deep Blue of cheating uh after after that that huh. loss um you know elon musk didn't jump in about it but uh <laughs> be, this was like a little bit before yeah there's not a whole lot <laughs> elon of like, musk ruling twitter time <laughs> thank god <laughs> back in the 90s we didn't even know what he was musk was just a dank smell at that time <laughs> it's my favorite as it is now it <laughs> still is yeah. take yeah. that musk we got you yeah <laughs> I'm going to tweet that, yeah. right? I can do that? Yeah, he'll block your account, but that's okay. <laughs> Nobody wants to be on Twitter anymore anyhow. Anyhow, yeah. I really found that interesting that uh, this world champion, yeah. whatever, grandmaster, uh, even he at some point was like, you cheated. IBM, you mm -hmm. cheated, and this was all just a big thing for you to sell computers uh, or advance yeah. your AI. Uh, one more scandal thing I kind of wanted to bring up because it feels like an OG <laughs> scandal. Are you too familiar mm -hmm. with the Turk? The Turk? No. Okay. I thought you were going to say Toilet Gate. No, yeah, I haven't I heard you were of Toilet, say Gate. toilet Gate. Uh, so 
the that's a chess scandal. Turk <laughs> is like the first ever OG uh, computer for uh-huh. chess, and it was developed in like the 1750s. Oh, actually, I do know oh, about Jess, this. You got it now. Yeah, um, I know what it is. So it's this automaton robot that yes. is designed to play chess against real life chess masters in the 1700s, and it very often defeats very prominent players, including Neil Bonaparte. Uh, Neil Bonaparte. Who the fuck is Neil Bonaparte? Uh, <laughs> Neil Neil Bonaparte, <laughs> as his buddies call them. Neil. Sounds hey, like Bonaparte, a great because name. apparently my brain can't fill in that blank right now. Napoleon. <laughs> Neil to his friends. That's his son, oh, right? Oh, that bonus. This machine Napoleon beat Benjamin oh. Franklin, Benny. I was like, who's this Eggs guy? Benny. That's a great Benj. Very famous chess uh, chess enthusiast. And then it, it keeps what? doing this for almost a hundred years, and then uh eventually it's revealed to be an elaborate hoax. There is literally a, a rolling um roster of chess champions that are hiding inside of this cabinet <laughs> using an automaton. Yeah using controls inside of this automaton to to beat <gasps> prominent chess players oh. worldwide for a hundred fucking years. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. It was wow. like, oh wow. Like where, That's did, this, where did this come I from? So we built a giant box. It's got an illusion. There's like pass-throughs and mirrors. It's a Trojan horse. It's totally a Trojan yeah. horse. Yeah. I just oh my God. Does that not make you think of like the the kids in the trench coat being like, oh, movie ticket? Yeah, like, it's three kids in a trench that. coat buying beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the robot itself is like half of a a racist stereotype of Asian people from 1700 uh, attached oh. to a giant box with like a chessboard yeah. on it, and so they're actually moving this thing's hand inside from controls to like move pieces around and everyone for somewhere between 50 and 100 years thinks this thing is an actual like robotic yeah. automaton with ai or whatever they called it at the time wow. <laughs> uh, but it's just a dude in a box that's amazing so for one of our episodes we're talking specifically about instances of cheating in chess we're going to talk about toilet gate in it um and all of the other sort of like banner cheating developments that have happened in the game. And my very, uh, you know, really leaning on my English major background roots here, I was going to do like a parallel of the very first instances of cheating is everybody thinks it's a computer, but it's really just people hiding inside an automaton. And then fast forward like 300 years later, 200 years later, and it's people acting like they are people playing chess, but they're actually using a computer. So it's this weird (laughs) flip. It's yeah. so wow. flipped. Yeah, it's and yet flipped. so the same at the same time. Yeah. It's very wild. It's weird. And then you get to actually a simpler form of cheating with the anal beads. Uh, <laughs> it's poetic. It's, simpler if you want to call yeah. it that. It's poetic. Right, I mean, yeah, yeah, they didn't know what Bluetooth was back in the 1700s. but Well, but a lot of the cheating scandals that have happened, like there was a pretty um, – it was like a big story in the chess community and it wasn't that long ago. I think it was in like 2014 or something, but basically somebody was receiving signals depending on where in the room somebody else was standing. So basically they were sending cue. They had like cues oh. of like, if I go stand in this corner of the room, it means that there's a move on the board. Cause you can also like, if you're in the room, you can just like punch in stuff on a cell phone and like get mm-hmm. Results from Stockfish that way. Yeah, yeah that was an, that was another actual like scandal that sort of came up after mm-hmm. this one was like the head of the Norwegian Chess Federation or something mm-hmm. admitted to cheating yeah. this way. Wow. So wow. doesn't even need to be as sophisticated as anal beads. It wow. can be it really takes, as easy uh, as that. 
takes chess down a notch, yeah. doesn't it? Toilet gate, because I've said it a mul- multiple times at this yeah, point, and it sounds mysterious. Gate toilet gate was basically somebody just going to the bathroom and punching in moves on their phone. Oh, and he was going there like more frequently than others. So That's like people are like, this guy either has like IPS or like. <laughs> okay, yeah. how con? Like how long did he set up that con? Did he play other tournaments where he established? himself as having a very small bladder or did he suddenly just make it big and like i have 30 30 bathroom breaks this time i think he uh, i don't know the specifics we have we haven't went into it yet um but i think he was doing it quite frequently wow. there are people who cheat their whole careers and they never really get caught it's like it's just very common to cheat at chess like some of the players we've spoken to say that they in multiple tournaments have like flagged to directors that they think somebody is cheating against them and sometimes something happens and sometimes it doesn't but it's really hard to catch people over the board it's just hard to catch over the board cheating wow I mean, I guess this is as good a segue as any into sort of pop culture chess because we've yeah. got Jerry's game from Pixar, yep. 1997. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where Jerry wins an epic battle against Glasses Jerry or Glasses Jerry wins against <laughs> Unglasses yeah. Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By uh, by cheating, faking a heart attack and flipping <laughs> the board yeah. and apparently being unaware of which pieces he was playing because he was playing both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Scandal. Scandal. Scandal upon scandal. The yeah. first chess scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you two have any favorite uh, like chess related media or is there anything that like you really enjoy watching because you're into chess? Uh, or are there any shows that have chess prominently like The Queen's Gambit that like irritate the shit out of you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got into chess because of Queen's Gambit. Yeah. So I like I love the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that so that was like two years ago. Did I it guess. Did make chess seem really sexy and cool? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Ryan but I think that was maybe just Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's really hit and miss for me as far as acting goes. That's like a date yeah. night. That's like the warm up for Ryan is go watch an Anya <laughs> Taylor Joy movie. <laughs> Will we get personal tidbits like this during your show? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is our therapy session. You guys are our new therapists. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, as somebody also in therapy, good luck. <laughs> um, there's also, I guess, Harry Potter is like another classic, like mm-hmm. yeah. chess, chess yeah. scene. The big chess pieces. Now, do you know what moves, uh, how the board Wizard was set chess. up for, for that scene and what moves they're playing? I know it was a Scandinavian defense, um, okay. which they all should have, uh, in my opinion, they all should have just died right off the spot and they shouldn't have created any <laughs> more Harry Potter movies because that's a stupid, it's a stupid opening. For a lot of reasons. It's a stupid opening because you bring your queen out on like move two and then you're just like pff, moving your queen around a bunch of times. And I think if, even in the Harry Potter movie, they lost their queen on like, like right off the bat, I think. Was that Hermione? Or Ron? Hermione was Probably a bishop, Ron. I think. Ron was a knight. Ron was a knight, yeah. I just rewatched oh, okay. this scene in preparation. Um, <laughs> I watched it like a week ago, but I, I forgot it already. Yeah, uh, we won't spend too much time on Harry Potter since we just did an episode where we yeah. were unable to talk um, about Harry Potter because I just spend the whole time <laughs> talking yeah. about its uh-huh. legacy. I haven't listened to that yet. Spoiler alert. I haven't edited it yet. Oh. So, Well, you can let us know if it's worth putting out yeah. or not. It might just be a little... I mean, I always say yes, so no mystery there. It but... might be a little ranty. It's a little ranty. I think that's fine. We, and we, we come up with nothing. Like, there's no solid, like, we have decided the following. We're just like, well, bye. I think yeah. that's what a lot of people are feeling, though, yeah. so... Yeah. like Accurate of the time. I mean, you can decide whether you care more about X or X. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, good luck. 
Yeah. And we will judge you. <laughs> but we won't. Yeah, we do tell you which one. Yeah. But we won't. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, what else we got? X-Men. Oh, yeah. Charles and... Mm. Uh, Magneto. Charles. Charles and Magneto. I don't know if... Can you identify what, what kind of moves they're using? I don't think they're... Some of the games are good. It yeah. depends on who's directing, basically. Um, some of them clearly had chess consultants, oh, and they did pretty good. Um, some of them clearly know chess consultant, and they have the board facing the wrong way. And the, <laughs> like... What, like sideways? Yeah. Well, when you set up a chessboard, you have to have, like, the white squares on the right. Yeah. The oh, bottom right. Yeah, like, automatically you're not playing the game properly. Yeah. So some sort of set dresser just threw it down and the director's like, whatever, nobody cares about chess. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, but, but I think it is interesting, like the idea of using chess as like a cultural touchstone and like using the symbology to be like, this is us as part of like the character development mm. and like showing you how mm -hmm. these characters interact, like from like a you know, motif perspective. I appreciate the consistency that they have it, but um, yeah, they fucked it up. <laughs> sure. And if you get into the X-Men mythos, the relationship between Xavier yeah. and Magneto mm -hmm. is really exemplified there as sort of friends that They're are frenemies. actually playing a game. Mm -hmm. and, and that comes out a lot. Uh, yeah, and especially the sort of the use of of the people that yeah. they're using to play the game, like in Charles' case, the, mm -hmm. the X-Men. Mm -hmm. That actually becomes a plot issue. Uh, his sort of manipulation and use of other people to try to achieve his ultimate goal without giving a shit about how they sort of end up individually as long as he mm -hmm. achieves his overarching goal and that becomes That's a good issue. parallel. So I like that kind yeah. of... Well, and in the ones they do have a, a, like a chess consultant, clearly they are playing like really high level chess. Like they are... Pro like when you're looking at the actual moves, when they get it right, you can see that they have been designed to both be shown as like strong chess players that are using a lot of strategy. And a lot of them are actually like real life games that have taken place. Yeah. Those so are I, think, I think in oh, X-Men, cool. that's the case. Oh. Um, I know there's like uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey mm -hmm. or whatever that movie is. Mm -hmm. um, that is yeah. a real game. Um, I think Searching for Bobby Fischer has a lot of real Which games in it. Yeah. What about Star Trek? Yeah, Space yeah, Chess. Space Chess. Like, I always thought, like, oh. I remember watching oh, yeah. on one yeah. Next Generation episode, like, watching them play, and I was just, I couldn't figure out, like, how the hell do you move from the top board to the bottom? Like, how would that work? Is that even plausible? You can buy that, but I have no idea what wow. the rules are. Okay. Yeah, Space Chess is real. <laughs> um, what they do in no. Star Trek is not real. Because uh, he, I watched that clip yeah. also in preparation and basically like, um, <laughs> he got checked. He got checked twice without having <laughs> moved, which is impossible unless it's like you are from multiple angles. But if you're getting checked twice, that should just be like move. instead of moving out of check, he, he said checkmate on the other guy which is like you you have to address the fact that you're yeah. in check yeah first like before is, you check it, me it's basically someone. impossible for somebody to check you and then for you to check me like that's you're fucking dumb at chess if you've <laughs> set up a check that allows you to be checkmated for them to get out of check like that's not good chess is it possible that person in star trek was just super stupid I mean, maybe, but I don't know enough about space chess to prove this. Uh, I want to buy that board so bad. Yeah. Well, tell yeah. us, Ben, if you do and you figure out how to play it because it looks interesting. I just want to know if it comes with instructions. Probably. Uh, when I get the Shop box. You can watch a little, uh, like, there's a Wikipedia article about how to play. Oh, you know? definitely. If they've made Klingon a language yeah. for real, they they made 3D chess actually have rules. I'm almost certain oh, of it. Oh, absolutely. 
Um, did we have any other favorite pop culture representations that you want to chat about at all? What was that movie you just watched? Oh, I just watched, uh, it's on Disney, actually. It's called Queen of Cut- Cutway. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's just like a tip. It's it's a really good movie. It's just like the typical underdog story, which is kind of what chess movies um Base themselves on but like Excel at like chess player, Excel, yeah, yeah. Female, and it's based on, like, and it's based on rare, yeah, it's based on a real life person mm-hmm. too. So it's it, that's a good story. I don't know. Yeah, I think there needs to be more representations of women in chess for sure. Yeah. That sort of is the conclusion. Who is the world's sort of reigning uh, female chess champion at this moment? <sighs> Do we know who that is? Is there one, or yeah, are they is. even involved in the system? Ah. Oh. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna. I, yeah, Lexi's gonna. Google I knew the name yesterday. Yeah, this is too much <laughs> pressure for Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote down a bunch of other things. I should have wrote, wrote that down. Yeah. No, the nice thing is that I can yeah. just ask as if I knew <laughs> and wait for an answer. We have uh, the top five. Number one is Grandmaster Judith Polgar. Yeah, I, th- I thought it maybe it was Judith Polgar. Yeah, we tried to get her on the podcast. She's busy. Oh. <laughs> She's really busy. Did you actually try? Yeah. yeah. We got oh, a really cool. nice rejection email from her oh, manager, actually. That's very, I, I like when How the busy nice can thing. you be if you're a chess championship? I, I feel oh, like very busy. You're traveling the world. Most really? chess champions. Like you do like one game every <laughs> 10 years or something. No, no. You're traveling the world constantly. You're doing like eight hours of chess study minimum a day. Well, I don't even know if Judith Polgar even plays chess anymore. Yeah, she's Judith retired. Polgar, think, yeah, she might be I think retired, she does a bunch but... of speeches and stuff wow. like that. Are there new yeah. strategies and like yes. moves or like play styles being developed constantly that people yes. Coming up with yeah. well yeah it's weird because there's like it's like a fad basically like there's there's certain openings that are like really popular at a time mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. usually because like a top grandmaster plays this opening and it's like kind of unexpected and then like everyone jumps on this this opening and like they look into the theory and stuff and they use a bunch of computers and whatever um so it kind of like comes in and out like something like i don't know like the french defense really popular at a certain time now it's not really played because it's just not really considered that good of an opening but some people still countered yeah and it's like you can't really get like a good position with the black pieces type thing but but like magnus carlson will still play it because like takes people out of their theory and Mm. wow but the way that chess has developed there's been like different eras of like initially it was really like the goal was to just play like as aggressively as possible. And so it was really about like taking a lot of pieces. Yeah. So that was like the romantic era of chess. And that was like, everyone was playing the King's Gambit. Mm -hmm. Nobody plays the King's Gambit anymore because it's just like not a good opening and everyone understands the theory. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get a good position with it. This is why I have a chess board and don't play is because I'm not great at theory. I am a reactive mm. individual who likes to just go with whatever I feel like <laughs> popping into my mind at a time. Planning and strategy is not my strong suit. Brian and I have a rule that we don't play chess anymore because I'm the same <laughs> as you and it's really frustrating. Like initially when Ryan started getting into chess, I was like, I liked Queen's Gambit. What a fun couples activity for us to both just get fucking really good at chess. And yeah. then Ryan was like, yeah, so I'm going to play like three hours of games a day. And then I'm going to watch like three hours of videos of other people talking about games and strategy. Wow. I and I was that. like, no. no, I would rather 
do anything other than that. <laughs> so now Ryan is like a very good strategic player. Like what, what's your latest rating? I like 1600. So 1600 is like very good. I have like a 300 level rating because that's what you mm-hmm. start with. I play checkers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say like even that I feel like I couldn't do. Like you were explaining go to me. Ben and I was like, I don't know. Well, that's an interesting part of this conversation too. And I wonder if you two are going to get into that a bit when you get a chance, but Mm -hmm. uh, the variations on chess are uh, like different Mm -hmm. worldwide versions of it. Um, We're going to have a chapter. I just held up a book I took out of Calgary Public Library. Shout out Calgary Public Library um, about the history of chess because one of our episodes is going to be about the history of chess and all the different variations and where chess's cultural origins Mm -hmm. come from and how it's developed over time. And part of that is like how theory, like the theory of chess is really like somebody said this to me when I was um, doing my master's degree when they were talking about it's like really disheartening to try and do research in blooded fields. Yeah, I gotta mention both of my both of my I think I did this last time too, where I had to bring up both of my How many wait, how many degrees do y'all have here? Uh, you know, for me, my dropout ass. I have two. Lexi has three. Ryan has one. So all right. Great. Yeah, Lexi wins. (laughs) Three, two, one, zero. And it goes right across our uh, our little setup here. Nice. There we go. That's uh, that what you have <laughs> you to look to for fit. every single guest you bring on. You have yeah. to be like, do you fit into the? Yeah, I just need to know how much how much smarter you are than I. Yeah, I would. I can say with absolute no. certainty, two degrees later, that having degrees is not a measure of intelligence. <laughs> we will get into oh. uh, education at some point. I think we have to do an episode on sort of the education system, post secondary, for profit education would be. You can't use higher education, though, because you already did that. Yeah, we already have that one. We talked about the school systems in pop culture, like Degrassi and... That episode didn't have the legs. I thought it might. (laughs) Lexi just trashed every single pop culture reference and was like, yeah, like fucking OSHA would be up in there. (laughs) Breaker High would not be I feel like if we tried to do just pop culture with chess here, we might have ended up in the same place. Like half of these people are playing real chess that they've copied and the other half are just moving pieces in a funny way. It's like when people knit on TV and they have no idea <laughs> yeah, what they're doing. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not, not a crow hook. <laughs> yeah. Well, just look like you're doing something. Well, and one of the things that got brought up too in some of the videos I was watching is like potentially some of these games were being played accurately and they did have a chess consultant. But then when you get it into post, the chess consultant is not sitting with the editors no. and the editors aren't. A lot of the time you can't take no, no. all of yeah. the footage from that game. So it's kind of the same thing. Uh, so Ryan and I are watching Perfect Match, shitty reality TV. Is it a chess? No, no, no. This is like garbage, oh. garbage reality TV. Like, honestly. I thought honestly, maybe it was about chess matches. Yeah, that's what I thought too. No, no. This is for the people that know. This is just complete what we do in our downtime when we're sick of thinking about chess. Um, this is a complete side note. But one of the girls in like one of the like challenges she has to do with her quote unquote perfect match, like her bandana is like moving back and forth on her head and it's like supposed to be something that you accomplish they have like a minute and 30 seconds to accomplish the challenge and so it's like the fact that the editors cut it (laughs) so that it doesn't look consistent like that's the same Mm, as chess a lot of the time is that if you're cutting it pieces jumping around the board gone coming back exactly it can look inconsistent because sometimes they're doing it based on like the actor reaction right like whoever's playing the game you want to cut between those good reactions so yeah some of them are good and some of them are less good but Ryan, absolutely. Anytime there's a chess scene in anything that we're watching, Ryan is like pausing it, like analyzing whether or not it's real. When did Queen's Gambit come out? 2020. Yeah. Was it 2020? Oh, yeah, the end of 2020. I think in like. Okay, so three years now of you putting up with your partner's chess addiction. (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah, just over. And I'm still years. here. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> I tried to like that's love. <laughs> I think at first I was like, "Do you want to hear about this cool chess opening that I learned or something?" And she's like, "No." But no, tell I said me. yes at yeah. first, and then it's I like, was like falling asleep while you were telling yeah, me yeah. about it. So then I just stopped, <laughs> and then I was like. <laughs> There's a really, like, interesting chess cheating scandal that's happening. She's like, okay, well, tell me about it. And then I think that's where yeah. Perk yeah. Because I love yeah. drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you can be with a partner who is so into something and you want to be supportive and, in, and interested in yeah. what they're yeah. telling you about. But there's only so many times for me personally that I can hear about point-and-click okay, adventures well, or, or hidden objects. that's why you games. need a network of support because <laughs> I want to hear more of that. So you just send that my way. Yes, I please. will tell her <laughs> yeah. to text you about her Russian-made hidden object games. I played those ones, and they're great. <laughs> yeah, we should do. We should do a talk about those at some point. I honestly think that you guys should do a spouse episode where, like, no no preface at all is given, but instead of you guys doing the episode, it'll just be John and Fiona. Fiona would do it. Uh, I, don't I don't think, think John. What I know about John secondhand, <laughs> I've known Lexi for how many years? Like, God. 20-ish moving up wow. there. it's my yeah, yeah almost 20 years yeah and i have never met john <laughs> whoa what that's wild well to yeah. be fair lexi and john have been together what like 10 years yeah yeah um so but, half of know. our friendship but <laughs> <laughs> lexi is john like your boyfriend from canada Okay, so <laughs> like that's it's John, funny you say that sure because John exists. <laughs> I work with someone no. who doesn't believe John is real. This is a beautiful mind for sure. <laughs> I have a picture of us in San Francisco together in oh, front okay. of like the like the bridge, but she's convinced I that I just are found. Not <laughs> well, she thinks I found like a random other person to take a picture with, and I'm just going with like this is my boyfriend, and I just have been stalking him on social media, and that's what I send pictures of. So. I mean, it's like Pokeroo. Does yeah. he exist? If you are long conning, that's cool. Like, that's a very long, yeah. long con. Oh, my God. I can't wait to do the uh, podcast about that. Yeah. Lexi's long con. We can probably edit that um, to make it seem like you're admitting. That's going to be the other like, one. That's going to be the other one. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what we're doing. Uh, when we do the spouse episode, we'll just have somebody else oh stand Oh my in. God, that should just be like different people. We'll hire an actor. Yeah, yeah, hire actors yeah. to play your spouses. That's amazing. I love well, that. Well, can I tell you my favorite story of when I started at a new school and they wanted us to put pictures of us doing like something that we love up on our door so that the kids could get to know us. And I have a picture. I don't like where this Just is going. Just go with it. I have a picture of me <laughs> standing next to Patrick Stewart um, from the Comic Expo. And it's up on my wall and it's like my favorite picture. And the kids were coming in and they were like, man, your husband's a lot older than you, hey? And I was like, you guys, that's Captain Picard. And they're like, oh, is he in the military? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this generation, Whoa. man. No more talking about how old we are on this podcast. That's flattering, though, honestly, that you it. could be like, I am married to Captain Picard. Thank you very much. I'd marry, I'd marry Captain Picard. I was like, he is. Sometimes the age get, di difference gets to us, but, you know, we make it work. If you really love each other. You'll find a way to get through each other's chess anecdotes. Yeah, love finds a way. <laughs> life finds a way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, that's about as good as any ending we could have hoped for. <laughs> love finds a way is like a beautiful ending. <laughs> yeah, uh, through chess, yeah. through the space, through time. 
Uh, Ryan and Jess, thank you for joining us and talking about uh, your absolutely superior podcast. Uh, it doesn't exist yet, so you can't say that. Oh, well, it's already more interesting. Well, we have a trailer. It's going to be exciting. It's it's made crystal clear to me why people tell you not to do a general podcast nowadays. Niche is so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, before you pop out, Ryan and Jess, where can people find you? You can find us at rookedpodcast.xyz. And we are also on Twitter and we don't really tweet, but tweet at us. We like it. And also, if you have an opinion about the chess scandal and you want to hear your voice on the podcast, we also have links for you to leave us voicemails and we can put your voice in our podcast saying whether or not you think uh, Hans Niemann is a cheater and other fun prompts. So that's uh, that's it. <laughs> Lex and I are just going to call in Please do, because nobody's called in yet. Just so leave. even if it's awesome, just yeah. the two of you, I'll just yeah. like change your voice. Yeah, we will be gone for audience engagement as well. <laughs> it's kind of, the mark it's of a good podcast. Fun. I really appreciate it. I found that fascinating as hell, and I can't wait to, to listen to the show. It's Yeah, uh, that was awesome. Who knew? Who knew chess could be more <laughs> I know. to me than the horsey moves L? I'm glad that you guys thought that. I'm glad you think is interesting. And even if that's not true, I appreciate you feigning for this <laughs> entire episode. Uh, okay. Well, that's it for us. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, uh, dork, 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 anal beads. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Sigzika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.